Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great, let's go. It's time for another episode of Matt Manley's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me is Paul Manley. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the knobs and dials, Jacob, the audio guy. Woohoo! <laughs> you don't let me out of at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, you know, Paul, you and I get we get a lot of weird gigs, Brother and that's Dewey. what fuels the podcast. That's what keeps us chugging along, doing weird jobs. I almost with the uh, with the loss of Fifty Shades, the company that I did the weird costume when I was the snow god and got my ass felt. Oh yeah, that company's hiring again for the you, winter. You were looking to grab a little. I was thinking about doing it again, and I and I said to them because they just hired me for another gig, which I'll I'll talk about in one second. Cool. I literally was like, I want to do that one. I was like, it's. Give me the most interesting stories of working in Vegas. Right. And they laughed. Um, but uh, You're like, no, seriously. Yeah. And even the guy who had left for Duck Commander is back there. And it was, would it be like the same kind of thing? It would have been the same thing, just different casino property. Okay. Uh, the same winter winter ghosts? Winter ghosts, yeah. yeah winter weirdos. Winter beautiful. <laughs> if they market pixie. it as a winter weirdos. Winter weirdos is something that I think you can maybe sell at Hooters. Yeah. Get yeah. that on Hooters property. Um, winter weirdos. Did I talk about my brother and my nephew visiting and going to Hooters? No. That happened here recently? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why would you go to Hooters and... Va- oh, the Hooters Hotel? Right. Oh, still, I why would you... Okay, correct. correct. Why, what happened? Well, I think so. They they, they, they arrived and... Uh, I got friends. 80s Jeff... Yeah. Loves Hooters. Surprise. But he, but he loves it. Are we talking about the hotel or the restaurant? The restaurant. Okay. He says he likes the fucking food. <sighs> right? Thank you. I mean, I d- we, we discussed earlier on this podcast. I guess if that you I, like I, buffalo I, wings, I hate fucking buffalo wings. Okay. The only thing they have that's kind of odd and them are the fried pickles. Yeah. Okay. Which I do like the fried pickles. They're fine. Like yeah. they're fun to munch on while you. But they're not the best fried pickles you've got. No. no. And well, we're going. We're going. We're we're doing Memphis again tonight. That's our spot. Memphis Championship Barbecue. Oh, okay. I thought and they you were going fried. to Memphis. I was <laughs> like, like that's, yeah, good lord. I'm walking to Memphis. <laughs> Uh, no, Memphis Championship Barbecue, fantastic, and I got to fried pickles. That's this is good for, growth. for for everyone listening that wants Paul to join the Fatty Rabbit Club on Reddit. This is just a, a uh, Tuesdays have been a challenge. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I really look forward to Tuesdays. We got a little pregame ritual, me and the the uh, Ugly Couch Show crew. Yeah, we've been uh, hitting up uh, restaurant. Barbecue. Basically, we just go to Memphis. It, like every week, we're like, where should we go? And like three times out of four, we all just go Memphis. Yeah. It's, the best but yeah i do need to get back on the ratty fatty ratty well, the fatty ratty club one of these days i will uh one of these days you could do it for the holidays no let <laughs> me it's, it's no first of all thanksgiving yeah my birthday yeah christmas right maybe january yeah prop who knows? i'm not gonna talk about it okay. can't talk about it right you can't talk about can't it, talk no. about it you can't talk about it uh <laughs> talk about jinx hooters um the I mean, casino no, the, the 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 establishment in general. Yes, you know it is it is a not the best of everything it promises. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a terrible owl sanctuary. It, it, it does a, promise. It promises a haven for armed owls. Yeah, and barely delivers. Yes. No, it promises smoking hot chicks delivering really good wings. 
That's what it promises. Yeah. And 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 and, and you'll be and you get to watch all the sports you want to watch. Yes. That's what it promises. It's a really good place to go watch all the best sporting events. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is that it's just okay in every department. They do have sports on all the TVs. Sometimes you can't necessarily get a good angle or a good volume of where you want to go, which mm-hmm. is a problem with a lot of restaurants. Sure. But it, but the, in Vegas, there are a lot of superior designed places to watch all kinds of sports oh, man. that Hooters does not measure up to. With, at the way. very least, women that are more scantily clad. And that's the other thing. Yeah, especially here. And this is where I, I couldn't... Like, my brother was here, and then my nephew arrived. And they were going to walk the strip, and they decided they were going to walk to Hooters. And they're telling me this over text, and I'm getting out. I'm at Fifty Shades. And so you're kind of like... I can't intervene. You can't go, stop. <laughs> no, Don't. no, no. What the fuck are you doing? And the biggest thing is that you know, and that you, I couldn't get in. You know, I, would, I didn't know how to broach the subject, which is, which is one... Don't walk that way on the strip. That is a sad walk of Las Vegas to walk from. It's not terribly safe. No, walking that, anywhere on the strip can yeah, be a little challenging. Making that, but that, that turn? get off the strip for Tropicana. No, uh, it's a very distinct change in the uh, in the in the sanity factor uh, of human beings when you make a left on the trap. Yeah, and so he's going there, and now here's why I didn't know how to quite intervene because. It's my brother taking his son. So I don't think... Um, How old is the nephew? Oh, well, He's that... about 12. Okay. Uh, wh- oh. oh, I was thinking the nephew was like I was too. Age. Yeah. No. Okay. This no. is a different story. Right. Yeah. Then Hooters is fine. Well, that... No, exactly. So I didn't know how to intervene. Because <laughs> if you're going for the... If you're going for tits, don't. Right. It's You're going to be... Tits appointed. Tits appointed. <laughs> Bravo, sir. Bravo. And, and there's a reason. And I, I've discussed this on a previous session. Wait, it's a very old episode. But yes. I, I, I did visit 20 Hooters across the country in a row. <laughs> right. You did. And I found out too much about the restaurant. Hey, did I tell you? You know what? Did I tell you? I don't think I told you. I have subconsciously forgotten that a little bit. Okay. But. That is a subplot in one of my new favorite anime, Space Dandy. Really? Yeah, there's a place called Boobies. It's this <laughs> interstellar Hooters that he goes to, and he has his Boobies card, and he goes and gets it punched every time he goes to a Boobies. And gets, and that's basically, he, he his dream is to have gone to every Boobies in the universe. Oh, okay. It's really funny. It's a funny little subplot. Well, there's a really there's a, there's 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 an equation, and the and the equation is if working at Hooters <coughs> would be considered a good job. You know, in other words, that there are towns if where you're in that's a, town a where that's that's a good job. That's a good job. Yeah, that there just isn't a lot of outlets there. Now, here's another factor: if you're in a town that is religious, therefore. You won't easily become a stripper or make a living as a stripper. You had to go even better. Do work at Hooters. I right. remember when uh, you when, won't be a pariah. When I went to college, the, I think it was the year after I went to college, a Hooters opened up in my hometown, and it was a big fucking scandal, deal. right? Yeah, it was. Right. Some some people were very excited and were like, "This is awesome! This is cool! You know, we've got hot chicks with big tits and wings and sports and beer, and this is great." And then the other half of the town was, "This is horrible." This is, you know, hell in a handbasket. Here we go. That means that Hilarious. that Hooters is great. 
that Hooters is going to have all the desired talent that you oh, want. Oh, and I yep. remember the the rumor was they weren't even going to get local girls to work at the Hooters. <laughs> they were going to they were going to bring girls in from out of town to work at this Hooters yeah, the great, because it was going to be such a big deal. The great <laughs> The great Hooters waitress pipeline they were going to yes. fucking build. Well, that's the hottest a lot of these around. guys, a lot of these guys are probably like my wife might finally be brought right to my doorstep. So oh. I'm so lonely. <laughs> if only a beautiful Hooters lady yeah. would give me some attention. I'll tip her good. Now, the thing is like. Just the tip. And just then, the tip of my bones. <laughs> and so like that, that is the, the equation for tip factor, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So then if you want to go to the Hooters here, you're not going for that reason. Now, if you're doing if you're anything your... in Vegas for boobs outside of a strip club, you wrong. Correct. And, and also that, like, even just uh, scantily clad, there's so much work, like, for girls who want to dress in next to nothing. You know, if you want to put a, a little something, yeah. There's so much work that doesn't involve you talking to a human being, nope. taking an order, no, nope. bussing dirty dishes, dance on top of a slot machine. Yeah. There's a lot more. Like There's that. a lot of dance on top forget, of the slot. Forget machine. that. There is work in town for good-looking girls to stand in a nightclub. Just to stand. They don't have You're to right. dance. They stand. They Just are the ambiance. So crazy. So the Hooters waitresses, people want to work at Hooters. That's the equation. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, that's the, the decision equation. was made. Yeah, you're yeah. a waitress or a bartender or, or something of that nature. And yeah. you just happen to have a job at Hooters. Yeah, but even then, you couldn't get one at a better place. It yeah. gets bad. The service at Hooters at the Hooters Casino is terrible. They're just pissed off they work there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just, for well, and the Hooters Casino is, I believe, the cheapest casino on the Strip. Both to stay at, stay in the hotel, and to yeah. and to gamble at. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they they have billboards on the strip. So normally, like dollar it, blackjack. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you want to play blackjack on the strip, normally it costs you about ten dollars a hand at most strip properties. At Hooters, it's a dollar or three dollars. Mm. So towns where they where it's considered a good job, but there isn't a big religious factor. Hooters is actually family friendly. You see a lot of families at Hooters just walking in like it's, it's like, like Chuck E. Like Cheese, it's a, like it's a Fridays or a Chuck it's e. like a Chuck E. Yeah. Cheese, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so my brother taking his son there was kind of like, oh, maybe they're going for that factor, right? You know, uh, and, yeah. and and the only thing though I didn't strictly intervene is because Hooters is fast food for buffalo wings. Yeah, right. There are people that just like a Big Mac. You can't convince anyone that Big Mac is the greatest burger that they'll ever have. No mm-hmm. one thinks it's a good burger. But sometimes people just want a Big Mac. Right. So I understand that sometimes people just want Hooters Wings. So I did not intervene. Go get some wings. Mm -hmm. But I did show up to say hello. And? (laughs) It was an educational experience. How so? Because they were like, this is disappointing. I was like, yeah. This is Hooters. I was like, welcome. It's the home of tits appointment. First off, I tried to drive to stop them from just doing the walk. I just didn't even want them to walk. No, that's that's a long route. I tried to drive to find them. Yeah. And they were already basically there by the time I came in. But I basically was like... And they literally looked, just before they even entered Hooters, looked at me like, what did we just do? And I was like, I was trying to find you and rescue you in my car. Like, get away from this route. Yeah, it's really not that. It's not far off the strip. No. But it's. You don't need. It's a block you don't need that many, nightmare. Yeah, you don't need that much yardage <laughs> to no. see I mean, a man openly a urinating. Block. Yeah. But it's right next to MGM still. You're still yeah. within MGM. Yeah, it's across yeah. from. It's, it's right between the MGM and the It's Tropicana. across from MGM's parking lot. They were disappointed in the walk, the Hooters Casino, the Hooters Restaurant, the service, the food. Whoa. 
across the whole. The oh whole man, I'm so sorry. They should have gone to Dick's Last Resort. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 a inch up, maybe it is. At inside the what do you call it? And that actually, Excalibur. Excalibur oh, is yeah. still kind of a fun place for kids. I think Excalibur. In so much you look at. The is, stuff that kids can see. It's, it's whack. Excalibur is a root tootin' casino. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to the casino although, in Prim or just go to the Excalibur. Well, I'm telling Excalibur you. Excalibur <laughs> is for good old boys who like to wear black concert t-shirts with fitted hats turned backwards. <laughs> I, not, you're not wrong. A we went of, to see. A lot of Dixieland blood rip roaring in the Excalibur. We you went know, you're to describing see, the Excalibur right now, and I'm kind of wondering why I'm not at the Excalibur uh, right now. Jacob would fit in quite well. <laughs> right. We went to the Excalibur when my father-in-law was here the last time he was here, and we went to go see the Tournament of Kings. Still haven't done that. Oh, You've never seen the Tournament of Kings, Jacob? You know what? No. Fucking let's periscope and... Make it a thing. Yes. Let's do Let's it. Let's do a night of Let's Tournament of it. Kings. Or if we couldn't periscope it probably. If, because we, of, if we organize a scoop fest in Vegas, we oh should make fuck going to Oh, Tournament of Kings. Yeah. Yes. Oh, fuck. That'd be so fun. It's fucking fun. That Tournament of Kings puts medieval times to shame. It's fun, man. It is a superior version of that show. It's really yeah. good. You walk in thinking you're going to see a ripoff version of that show. No. These guys are fucking fired up well tournament of king or uh you know that's well, what, it's, it's medieval times with money behind it it's right? medieval times with money behind it it's <laughs> yeah. medieval times that gets they get worked i mean these guys do it all the time yeah and the audition notices come out for that show and it is like for the guys on the horses like it is a it is a it is a it is basically like a thing for chippendales plus you have to be really good at riding horses and doing yes. things they take their fight choreography very seriously. Well, they're good. And there's more pyrotechnics in it, which is great. Yeah. It's dangerous. They add weird variety acts for no reason. Man. There's just weird some weird circus act will come out in the middle and they kind of dress them like medieval like and they I just did do not know there were variety acts. Oh, there's all big, kind of shit in that show, man. Dude, and and they are not medieval times, so they're not like corporate thing or whatever. So like right. Merlin comes around to where you're sitting. And you fuck with him, he will fuck with you right back. The Black Knight is my favorite. Yeah, they don't take shit from the audience at all. It's so good. There's a bad awesome. guy who's just like, meh. He yeah. was like basically like giving the old the old uh, the old uh, uh, the chin swipe, chin, the chin the chin swipe. swipe. Yeah, 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 so good. Yeah, so, and I, I was like, he's my favorite. He's my. Favorite. We tried to go. <laughs> we tried to go ironically. Nope, you can't. You cannot. You can't go ironically. You can go ironic for about five minutes, and then you're like, yeah, oh friend, shit, my friend's I'm in. Birthday. We were put a team dragon. You got Team good. Dragon? Yes. Lucky fuckers. Totally. That's the cool team. That's the non-color team. Yeah. Every other team is a color. That's exactly what we thought. Oh. You understand, like, I went to Medieval Times in Jersey. I went to Medieval Times. I went to Medieval Times dressed as a horse for fun. No reason. <laughs> Unprovoked. I had a horse mask, and I was like, you guys go to Medieval Times? I'm going to dress like a horse. And I rallied the crowd around me. I made sure our audience is the most enthusiastic. Like, let me tell you something. You don't want to go to Chippendales without taking my wife. My wife is the best thing to... I'll bet. The best thing about Chippendales is going with my wife. I can vouch for that. She knows all the choreography. Every time I go to Chippendales, I always make sure to take Sarah. She gets everybody rallied. (laughs) She gets everybody riled up. Yeah. She All the guys that are coming over to her section because she gets everybody in the best mood. That is me at either Medieval Times or uh, uh, Tournament of Kings. I was I yelling like a maniac last time it. I was there. It was I great fun. Love it. We're so going. Much. We gotta go. We gotta go. What's right. the other thing? What's the other thing we have to do, Jacob, that you haven't done? 
losing my mind about it. It was fucking some other thing. I don't know. Ah, fucking. I haven't been to your uh, your tiki bar either. That's it. That's that the it? other thing. Got to go to the tiki bar. bar. We got to go to Frankie's some night. All right. Oh my god. Medieval times. Medieval they go time to Frankie. Frankie's? Frankie's. Fuck. Well, Frankie's also right around the corner from the bucket show. We just don't go out. We should start doing that. Man. Oh yeah. We well, should. no, we got an, a bar right next to it. It's so, we got support our bar. So close. Yeah. We just walk next yeah, it's door. So good. And yeah. it's it's a good. And they love us. So it's they a good give bar. Us, they give you. They right treat us right. They treat us right. Artifice is good times. Yeah. But the absence, we a, the absence Christmas party is apparently happening at, at uh, Artifice. Yes, I'm going to have to look about maybe uh, figuring out a way to get uh, that day off. Uh, do you know what day it is yet? I do. It's a Monday. I think it is. I, I'll figure it out. All yeah. right. I'll tell you I'll tell you where we're not doing a show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, uh, yeah, we had a good uh, bucket show last week. Yes. Nice uh, uh, last physical turnout. Last happy. two have been good. Good physical turnout as well as, you know, the scoops turning in on Periscope, which we love. Yeah. Periscoping us all night long. Uh, oh, uh, rewinding back to the opening the medieval topic. Times. No, yes. opening topic. Oh. We, we, we derailed on Hooters. Hooters. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've been hired by the company to dress as Santa Claus for the opening Caesars kickoff. Yes. Thing. What's this? So Caesars kicks off their winter events at one of their properties. Yeah. This year it's the link. Ah. And you get to I go be been, Santa. And I have been asked to be Santa Claus. Nice. Yes. Now, last year when they did their winter kickoff, Britney Spears came. So who knows? So you're following Britney? I'm very, very hopeful that I get to take a picture of Santa Claus with Britney Spears. Pretty That'd be great. the best. That'd be pretty great. That'd be so uh, great. Who, uh, By the I, way, this further. I bet it'll be uh, J-Lo. Further confuses. I was going to say, oh, this, this is J-Lo. This yeah, is throwing, this is throwing your kid into even more. Freak time, right? Yes. He's like, like my kid wait, already my, associates me with Santa Claus. My dad is Santa Claus. And so this will only make things even yeah. more confusing. Yeah. Daddy? He loves it. I sent a picture to Sarah. Sarah saw the kid. And when I came over, he was like, he, he was, he was like uh, uh, I forget what he says, but he basically says like, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. They want to see a picture of me just as Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're not going to be able to pull this off. We got a lot of letters. I don't know if you've looked at the scoop mail, but we, we got a lot of uh, letters about Yeah, we have to be. Santa I guess today. we have to be careful about our uh, Santa no, talk. No, we don't. <laughs> Wait, we have to be careful? I haven't read any of them. No, we got one email that was like, you got to put a warning up before you do the Santa Claus thing on the podcast. I was like, if you are listening to our <laughs> podcast, your kid, with the amount of curse words and sexual shit that we've Oh, about. that. <laughs> oh, I missed that entirely. The last thing you were concerned about <laughs> is whether your kid still believes Santa, Santa Claus. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Santa trigger warning? Santa's not real. Oh, <laughs> well, there it was. He put the warning up. I put up. the warning, warning up. right he there. Did. He got it. Yeah. He had two whole point two seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel free to rewind and pause before I say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go back, cover that. Oh, I was going to say about Hooters, too. Uh, the last time I went to a Hooters, it was the one that is close to close to the churn here. And I went in there, and I forget why I went in there. I think I went, I went in there to meet somebody. But uh, I went in there, and You're they wild. were having uh, an open mic comedy night in Hooters. Oh, How'd that gosh. go? Exactly how you think it went. Yep. I bet you that the comedy was as good as the wings, as good as the waitress talent. The the comedy was almost as good as the wings. Well, I <laughs> I actually have a tight five minutes on those uh, ridiculously thick leggings that they wear. They do wear. It was it was literally people getting up and telling jokes about Hooters, Hooters women. Yep. Oh, that's so lame. It's oh, so bad. It was, that has to be. You're already a Hooters waitress. That has to be the worst night of your life. Well, right? that's yeah. Like, there's literally some loser up there like trying to be funny about you now. Yeah, and, and as not accomplishing it is the worst. Yes, yeah. failing, failing. Yeah. Well, that's you know, and then like from the stage on Mike asking you to bring him a beer. 
Comedians so often, <laughs> comedians so often just uh, default to crowd work as though right. that's you know. But crowd work is an art form, absolutely, and it's not to be handled lightly. Oh man! But Todd amateurs Barry, try it all the time. Todd Berry did a, a whole uh, released a whole special of him just doing crowd work. It was mm-hmm. fascinating. Yeah, so oh, yeah. good, so funny, and uh, it's a skill. It's a total skill, total skill. Um, uh, so Paul, you recently lost a gig. I did. I did. Uh, uh, so I had and a. This uh, is a gig that we really never talked about on air. No, it's kind of on the on the. Oh, it's just a it's gigolo. A, no, it's fine. Yeah, I'm a gigolo. Well, it's just it's a weekly little training session gigolo. that I was doing with these guys, off and on. It wasn't completely regular, but it was pretty much every week. But we week to week would plan it out whether I was coming in or not, yeah. and we had to skip a few. But it's an interesting situation. But just I just want to put it the the last place I was teaching these guys was at the Sapphire Gentleman Club in their karaoke room. So they organized the class. <laughs> That's the la- We've moved class around a lot. I've done it in a lot of different places to teach this class. Now, lots of apartments, lots of uh, uh, different little uh, casino conference room type stuff. And little. And the last place was the, the Sapphire karaoke room. And the thing was, no problem, right? A room is a room. Yeah. Easy peasy. Sure. However, as I'm starting to do my zip zap zop warm ups, yeah. there's a straight up stripper in the room. Okay. And it's just like I I don't even want to do it at this point. I'm like, I I know. I'm like, I, guys, I know. I just want to stop and look at this woman. She's <laughs> just doing her thing? Well, she's in her scantily clad She's just in there she's taking pa- a break. Brawn panties. Oh, okay. And hanging. just just hanging out for a minute, chatting up one of the guys who's like sitting off to the sidelines. Uh chilling doing some other work and now what's strange is because there's a am i allowed to say this is there's like a pickup element to your class yes i think we've mentioned this on the show before mentioned a little bit so so like it's a it's a crossover between the elements that of improv that cross over with pickup socializing right so that's all it is all i'm doing is teaching improv right but it just happens that some of those listening and focus skills can help you pay attention to people when you're trying to chat them up to maybe get a date or well, exactly. I mean, the thought, you know, the argument I always make at improv in general is that improv is a social movement. The reason right. why there's improv theaters across the country is not because they're all going to get famous. No, it's because and so it's going to make you a better storyteller, a better business interview, and a better dater. Yeah, it will also make you famous, and it will make you totally famous. But you're exactly right. Guaranteed. That's exactly what it is. It's um, about teaching and int- and it, and, and you're it, better off learning it that way than through like the kind of more just straight up become a uh, a womanizer. Right. With my classes. That's my hope. Kind of thing. It's it's less creepy. We don't stress the creepy. And these guys aren't creepy about it at all. You know, and, and that's the thing. And so if it was if it was creepy, I would be like, no dice. No, but, but you know, it's it's hard. I'm really there's there's certainly there's a flawed element to the pickup to the pickup artist class thing. There's something kind of scummy about it. It really bothers women when they hear about it. however, there's also a need for something like it. Yeah, the amount of violence internationally and nationally that sometimes happens because of guys who just don't find a proper social they just outlet. Can't, yeah, I mean, you know, I know there's one mass shooting I can think of that was directly because the guy was basically talking about like no girl would ever date him. And he's right, like, it's him. so. And the thing is, now should someone have dated him? He obviously was a mass killer. Right, not uh, yeah, maybe <laughs> no. Not. That's not it. But 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 improv. The great thing is, I've had a lot of these guys. Who really enjoy the class, then just start coming to my Monday class. Right. Which is fun. 
Yeah, and they're going to have a better social outlet by getting involved with the community like that anyway. It's true. It's true. That's it. And, and it's, there are girls. There are girls. It's just a great It's a great thing. Um, I just, I'm honestly just out there to spread improv. Yeah. Like more and more, I'm like, that's all I want is that people understand, see this, and get involved with it because it's important. Whose idea was it to hold that at the Sapphire Karaoke Room? This was just one of the latest places that they've ended up shifting the the meetings to. Because it's one of those things that on it's paper pretty wild. Yeah. seems like a total layup, right? But the actual dynamic is just the opposite. It's a little weird, but it was There's fun. only one environment where the roles... Common social roles are flipped. Are flipped completely it, reversed. And You're right. It is a strip club. You're right. So the idea of being around people who want to be more social around women who are taught to have masculine like shark techniques. Yep. You know, is yeah. a strip club. It's interesting. I mean, that's the thing is that, that that's the whole thrill of a strip club. Like every every guy, you know, every girl's always like, oh, you know, you're gonna have tits or whatever. Like, I'm telling you right now, when no one wants to admit, the thrill of a strip club is absolutely reverse role. Mm-hmm. In a strip club, your your money is the hot piece of ass. You are you are absolutely hit on. You all are the sought time. after. You walk in, you it's wait your around, money, pussy. and people come up and approach you, mm-hmm. and then you and you sit there, and all the women are in the the typical male role in that environment. And it's completely this bizarre and like the most aggressive version of that male role. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's the it it is the nice shoes want to fuck male role type thing. Yeah, and so that is part of it. And so to have guys looking to be social, like you couldn't bring them in a more environment that obtuse to mess with it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just couldn't work. They don't. They don't. You know, do anything there. So it's yeah. yeah. Uh, But uh, but it was interesting and. uh, I've just gotten a lot of really fun experiences with that group and I hope to get to work with them again next year. Uh, but we're going on hiatus for a little while. It's just, it's winter time, yeah. Vegas winter time. People don't come out to party. And, uh, so they're, uh, yeah, they're just, uh, waiting for, a, a, a an influx sure. of, uh, participants again next year. So guys, I'm afraid we're going to have to pause, uh, the recording of this show indefinitely now, uh, because I've just learned that Sapphire's gentleman club has a karaoke room. <laughs> So We're now going to record uh, Ice Cream Social from I'll, the I'll, new churn. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I would love it if we start recording that. I mean, isn't that kind of one of our goals too? Stretch goals kind of thing? Uh, to get uh, to record it to re- club? Well, to just get have a have a studio. To fulfill our full shock jock. I mean, we have this studio, but <laughs> yeah. yeah no, I would, love, I would love, our, I love, I love to have our own real estate. Wouldn't that yeah. be fun? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and and to with tie it into of, another business, that'd be kind of wild, with too. The, with the amount of scoop mail that gets sent to us, we need a, we need a look. I mean, I have a mountain of mayonnaise in my trunk. You know what I mean? I have a glow-in-the-dark <laughs> mountain exactly of mayonnaise in my trunk. Uh, and it I, didn't glow-in-the-dark when you put it in there. You're, <laughs> this is, uh, this it, is it, absolutely it. a euphemism. But I will tell you that the chairs slash couch things oh, that were in there. no. No, I loved them. Really? Oh, they had this faux, not where I thought that they was had going. this faux snakeskin back. Yeah. Leather seats. They were they were and they were modular, completely modular. Yeah. You could put them anywhere. Some of them were just straight back, some of them had corner pieces. You could arrange this into all kind of like Jenga like wild couch. I just I was I want these. Paul went home and he was like, "Am I seriously? Am. I'm, like, I'm like, this is the furniture I want in my home." Of course, <laughs> Paul Manningly would come home from Sapphire, talking about Raving. the fucking furniture. It was awesome. It was awesome. 
Paul Madeline's first concern is like, yeah, but where can I sit? Well, I mean, really, these were like perfect gaming setup chairs. Ah. You could move them anywhere. You've got, oh, we got five people coming over to play. Let's bust it out and move it around a little perfect. bit. We're good. Now, that's an experiment I want to see is turn the karaoke room into a video game room. Man, it could have been easily done. Easily. But, oh, yeah. And which wins? Yes. I'll tell you which wins. Well, I know video you. games. Yeah, yeah, no, no, video games. I promise you. So they'll never go for it. If the competition is fierce, if dudes are into the game that's being played, yeah. video games wins. Oh, man. Paul? Video games wins. Yes. Video games don't win. Uh, maybe not for you, Jacob. There's not a chance I'd even I, play a <laughs> second of a video game. I can tell you between if there's all the active strip clubs boob in town, being paraded around, you know what? I mean, I, I can just tell you between all the all the strip clubs in town and insert coins, the video game bar on Fremont Street, <laughs> right. That is closed down. Well, that's why because they didn't put the boobs in. <laughs> if they put the boobs in, they've been good. They're one step away from doing that. Uh, insert coins since yeah. dark times before it, it closed. <laughs> Uh, but the one, uh, the one uh, high scores is still open near near me. And I've yet to go, and they're oh, about to open up another one uh, down right the there. street from here. Oh, I right need there. to go there. Yeah, they're about to open up a high scores uh, right down the street. Pretty seriously, happy about that. yeah. Cool. See, the smart thing about high scores is that they don't charge for the games. Right. right. Yeah, insert coins charge. You just pay for the games, and yeah. it's just games in a bar. High scores is a bar that has free video games. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and possibly boobies, and possibly boobies. Who knows? Uh, there was a pickup artist class scenario happening uh, in a live environment. A cast member from Fifty Shades, she was buying herself a coffee, and some guy came over and started chatting her up. And she was kind of like a little like, okay, whatever, have a nice day, and kind of walked away. And then uh, like went and sat down, and then immediately heard the guy talking to another guy, and all of a sudden realized they were breaking down every aspect of the interaction that you just had. Interesting. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. So, Sabrina, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you could still hear me. <laughs> and she she was thrilled and weirded out and yeah. grossed out, but also completely intrigued at the same time mm-hmm. and listened to the advice that the guy was giving the other guy and hating the advice. that advice. Yeah. And this is where I was a little – I was I was not uh, – I should have been more diplomatic backstage but I, my argument is that that guy is still much better off listening to the guy because all, all the girls were like, I mean, don't they just need a guy to teach him like be himself and to like <laughs> just have a conversation? Yeah, be yourself goes gets you real far, guys. And I was like, if that guy knew how to do that, you think he'd be buying a pickup artist to funding him to? to but that's exactly you're right. You're right. But be your, you know what be yourself means? Be yourself means be confident. Absolutely does right. in who in who you are. Yep, and eventually you do get there. But and it's but but plenty of people can be themselves, and everybody be like, "Get the fuck <laughs> away from me!" Yourself is a douche. <laughs> it implies that this person knows how to have a natural conversation. Right, right. There are people don't. that don't know how to have a natural conversation, and absolutely having a class like yours, or even a pickup bars environment, like learning how to actually forward a conversation, just learn- learning to make and maintain good eye contact. Just learning to just relax and not worry about outcome, which is a big thing for improv and pickup. Well, that's the thing. In the corporate environment, I teach people how to listen all the time. That's all it is. People don't know Actually how listening. To, yeah. They don't listen. What, what was, I just said that, Paul. Motherfucker. We don't... <laughs> we listen... Well, we listen to respond. Right? We also listen to response. Yeah. It, like, we don't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't pay attention. Yeah. Another thing is that we don't pay attention. Well, I've heard we don't pay attention much. 
Uh, I don't know what you just said, Paul, but I know that people don't pay attention. Well, if I was listening to you, Matt, I'd be able to talk about it, but no. Jacob's already in his car on his way to Sapphire. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, there's boobs and karaoke not far away. We can get to boobs and karaoke within the hour. Within the hour, we can get to boobs and karaoke. I can either go to boobs and karaoke or I can listen to you two repeat each other for the next 20 minutes. Also, why haven't we opened a business called boobs and karaoke? (laughs) Boobyoke. Done. Guaranteed not to tits a point. All right. With that, we should get into some scoop mail. We should get into a fucking business license. <laughs> we should get into the car and go to karaoke and boobs. We are just we are on the books as an entertainment company, so I think we could just this do could it. be a venture. Yeah, I think we, yeah, we just do whatever we, we want. Boobs it. and karaoke. Why not? Oh, I just had. I had a good business idea last night. I don't know why I think I'm telling we you because I'm not one right now. I'm, I'm, like this is I, I genuinely had a great idea for an app last night that I am now researching and trying to find out uh, how hard it is to do. I don't know, you know why I'm talking need, about it because I'm not going to tell you what it is. You know oh, who you need to talk that was to about such that? Such an awful Spadoni. I need to talk to Spadoni about it. He's into the apps thing. Okay, very much. Yeah, I've got. It's like a, it's a tech app thing that talk, I think. Yeah, talk to Spadoni. All right. Oh, that's he'd be he, someone to bounce ideas off. That's of. such a podcast blue balls move, Jay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Boobs and karaoke. We'll never hear about it. If you give me a boobs and karaoke app, is there a boob app? You know what? I got my Apple TV. Okay. And you know you can talk into it now and it'll look for stuff. What? Apple TV 2. What does the internet lack now in terms of access to boobs for you? (laughs) Apple doesn't do it. Apple does not do it. No. Apple does not show boobs. That's what. Yeah. I, I, I just straight up went porn and it goes, can't help you. Also, I really hope that's exactly what it said. Also, Theory, porn. It said I can't assist, assist you with that. Here's okay. There's a comedian named Haywood Banks. You ever seen Haywood Show Banks? Me some porn. He's an old school guy. Just like years ago, he was. He did uh, Bob and Tom show. Okay. Yeah. Out of Indiana, right? Yeah. He used to be a regular guest on there. He had this really funny song called "I Like Toast," which is kind of his closer. Sure. Look it up. You'll get a kick out of it. Haywood Banks, I Like Toast. Sure. I wanted to search that out on YouTube to show my wife. I hit my Siri button, I Like Toast, and it said, good for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I did it again, and it said, I'll bet you do. Wow. It's got a smart-ass filter on that. Oh, yeah, it does. Because, Because hipsters say shit like, I like toast. Oh my god! First off, I would love that job if Apple pay you to to to, to fill in the blank for hip, hip, hipster uh, responses. Yes, we went over the 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 zero plus zero, right? Yeah, turns into a Cookie Monster rant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, That's I think there's one. all kinds of fun little gems inside Siri, and uh, oh yeah, I would love to come well, up with those. Well, I I like toast is one of them, guys. I found one. Apple, if you're listening, we're for hire. I know there's uh, there's some Monty Python stuff in there. Like you can ask, uh, what's the average airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? That kind of thing. It'll, it'll say, it'll, it'll say come African back. or European. European yeah, it'll, it'll well, come into all that. Let kind me of stuff. try it on my phone. Paul, do you mind if we actually get in the scoop mail since no. we kind of started it? <laughs> I like toast. Paul's doing it now. Uh, we believe you. Oh, it says, do you? It's so fucking smart ass. And eventually it goes, I bet. All right, then. Fuck you, I, you smart-ass I, thing. I believed you when you told me. I don't... I mean, okay, you can keep doing that. I like I toast. Do you? 
We got some physical scoop mail oh here. Physical gosh. scoop mail. Oh my gosh. Uh, we got one from Canadian Scoop Crystal. This is so cool. It's so cute. Dear Matt, Jacob, and Paul. <laughs> Thank you so much for all you said to me in episode number 129 about my situation with my dad being verbally abusive. It was very affirming. I have joined the Fatty Rabbit Club for support. Shout out to them. And my husband has decided to do the Furman diet with me, which is super helpful. Oh, congratulations. Good for you. Uh, I have turned him into a scoop. Not as dedicated as me, but he enjoys listening when he does. Haven't really lost that much weight yet uh, that I know of, uh, but I, I wasn't eager to get it back on the scale. I do have uh, I do have one now, but things are a bit rocky since coming back from our vacation. Bad excuse, I know. Uh, now for some lighter topics. I have finally finished listening to all of your episodes. Kind of sad. Uh, I'm only waiting for two each week and watching you on Periscope. Now I'm sure you. What more are- do we need to do? <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm sure you have already seen, but I included a Chris Bosch card for each of you that I made myself, this which are amazing. delightful. They're they so are cute. amazing. Let me see yours. That's adorable. Uh, I do They're enjoy. So cute. I do enjoy creating holiday cards, so how can I pass up creating a one-of-a-kind card for my favorite podcast? I hope they stay intact. They absolutely did. This uh, is legit. They're very layered. Like, yeah, they're uh, really nice. Like uh, the letters are cut out separately and, and either glued on or attached. This some is way. some papyrus level shit. Yeah, there's individual. <laughs> there's layers. There's individual snowflakes. There's penguins. This ain't with snowflake no joke. Feet standing on it. This is a Merry Christmas. The Raptors jersey. The accurate Chris Bosh Raptors jersey. This is adorable. I'm going to tweet you, this Crystal. out right now. This is really, really cool. Uh, I'm also going to note that since I'm Canadian, I put a penguin Chris Bosh in a Raptors jersey because he was a Raptor before he went to Miami. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, yeah. I didn't even... It didn't even click in, it click in my head that she put him in a Raptors jersey because I think I still associate him with the Raptors more than I do the Heat. Um, I also hope this doesn't... Uh, get to you too quickly since i wanted to account for mailing time and last year you seem to get busy in december keep up the awesome podcasting politely fucking you in the face and then offering you some poutine canadian crystal scoop or canadian scoop crystal can i can't imagine a better day than getting fucked in the face and then being like poutine <laughs> have some poutine <laughs> damn right poutine what, 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 what are you gonna follow a face fucking with that's better than a big old bowl of poutine <laughs> yeah, because you, you're already sauced up. That's good. Mine says Jacob, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. What? What in the butt? Canadian double <laughs> scoop crystal. Those are awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm Just gonna tweet fantastic. mine out too. Uh, we got an email here from Helena Handbasket. Uh, hello, my that. sweet churnish gents. A friend of mine, his fantasy football team is the Helena Handbaskets. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, as a skeptic slash atheist slash heathen parent of children nearly all grown, I wanted to give Matt some advice regarding the Santa myth. I'm kind of disappointed that we're already getting into Chris Bosch now. Uh, yeah, it always it's comes a, too early, right? Dude, it's, it's, almost, Thanksgiving. it's almost Thanksgiving. What yeah. do you want? All right. I guess I want some Chris Bosch. You're going to get it. Uh, just roll with what seems to fit uh, you and your family and don't sweat it. This is also, incidentally, my advice for parenting in general. Uh, philosophically, I feel it's wrong to trick kids in believing things that are not true. But as a parent, I value my kids, uh, and as a parent, I value my kids' trust. But I know that kids are resilient critters, and I know that yours will have a million other reasons to trust you. So do whatever you want and enjoy it. After all, the nice thing about not being tied to a religion is being free to fashion our own holidays to celebrate in ways that are meaningful and fun for us. Right? Santa? Right. No Santa. Uh, some Santa, Jack Skellington Santa, embrace what you find fun and try not to overthink it. 
Uh, I just found out the other day, as a side note, I just found out the other day that uh, the character from the Pixar movie is named Jack Skellington and not Jack Skeleton. It's not oh. Pixar movie. It's or whatever it is. Whatever it is. Right. It's Disney thing. It's, it's owned Tim by Burton, Disney now. Yes. It was owned by Disney from the start. Touchstone Pictures production. Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Jack Skellington. Yeah, that's, that's the nerd trap right there. That's Jacob. what I wanted to go down was uh, who owned the property. <laughs> Dude, it's Tim Burton. <laughs> okay. And Danny Elfman was the not was the, 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 the guy. He 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 did the he laid Composer. down. Well, he was a composer, and he also laid down the vocal tracks. Okay, oh. but it was—he uh, was not intended to be the voice, but oh, okay. he, but he became the voice. Oh, just by default. Well, eventually they were like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, I didn't know that. Until, it was really like two days ago that I found that out. I, we, we I just obsessed have... on uh, MBX way back in the day. Like I, that that was a big thing for me from the jump, and I am a big nightmare fan. So. I uh, I realized that one danger we're not discussing here is that my kid will think that I am Santa Claus for everyone. Right. Which leads to me getting a lot of credit for something I'm not doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're getting that. It's, he's going to be at school and be like, yeah, Santa brought me this. Really? And he's going to be like, that's I was, my dad. I had dinner with him. Did you get the classic Christmas um, stop motion animation bits yet? Have I shown him? Yeah. No, no, no. This would be the, probably the first year that he would want to watch stuff like that. They have those collections out reasonably priced this year. Oh, great! They're, they used to yeah, be like yeah, sixty yeah. bucks for the pack. Oh no, no, no! Twenty bucks, all six, man. Yeah, like, the California raisins one—that was my favorite. That one, that one's harder to come by. I don't. I think that's out of print. I love the that, California that Will raisins. Vinton Studios. That was so good. Yeah, that that that, that holiday special was amazing. Uh, actually, that's on YouTube. I actually had a collection you of California uh, raisins. Yeah, the Me figures. Too. I had a collection of the California I had raisins. A bunch of California I love raisins. the California raisins. Hardee's came out with a bunch of them in their. Um, uh, happy Meals for a while. Oh, the wow. problem with the California Raisins were they were always these different shapes and sizes. Yeah. So many different companies made them. Right. So there wasn't a uniformity about yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was, because I'm a, I need uniformity. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Those things made bank. Oh, yeah. California Raisins made money for people. They're freaking dancing fruit. It's nuts, dude. They made fucking No, money. they're fruit. They're not nuts. Yeah. Oh, you said it's nuts. Oh, oh you said it's nuts. Ah. Read back the comments. Play it back. Here we come, a wassailing. <laughs> and they came in, here we come, a waffling. The dinosaur thought it was waffling, and he's like, what's wassailing? And they yeah. had to figure it out. And now I know I know what wassail is from that special. Yes. Oh. Uh, Hell in a Handbasket also says, fair warning from experience. If you guys decide not to perpetuate the Santa belief in your family, you should set the firm rule that only mommies and daddies can tell kids the truth about Santa or your enlightened offspring will inadvertently shatter the psyche of every kid they meet on the playground. Oh, there's no way. For good measure, also include God, work. Jesus, the Tooth Fairy, and Disney characters in that rule. I didn't realize I had left out one until my oldest told me that she remembers getting into a loud existential debate with a kid at preschool over the Easter Bunny that left the other kid in tears. Is is it bad that this makes me giggle a little bit? It's very funny. Uh, hey, but uh, she didn't tell him about Santa. So there you go. Uh, be specific in setting down that rule. They will gleefully spill the beans on any figure uh, that uh, that doesn't listen. Uh, still enjoying the show since episode one. Thank Pen for me. Keep up the great work. Fucking you in the face, Helena Handbasket. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, Helena. Awesome. Yeah, I remember... I remember um, I don't know. I was probably in like first grade, maybe second grade, uh, when 
the receipt for some toy that I had gotten from Santa had gotten like when when my parents had put it in the in the bag. Uh, the receipt had gotten into the toy box. I think it was a soccer ball, actually. I think it had uh-huh. gotten in the in the box with the soccer ball. So when I took the ball and just dumped it upside down to dump the ball out, the receipt fell out on top of it. Ooh! And that's how I found out that there wasn't a Santa Claus. And it wasn't like shatter. It wasn't a shattering experience for me or anything. Like I, you know, my parents got me got me gifts, and so it was just like, oh no, they're just getting me all the gifts. That's mm-hmm. fine. Uh, and then I remember uh, telling all the kids at school that Santa wasn't real. That, and I had, like, physical evidence of it. I had a receipt. Yeah. And I was like, here's the receipt. Santa's not real. Oh, And there were gosh. a lot of very upset kids. Uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Jacob going in. And very Martin truth. Luther. Yeah. Truth. Nailing the receipt. Nailed, nailed the, the receipt to the door. <laughs> <laughs> nailed to the Christmas tree. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's funny. My, uh, mine started with the Easter Bunny. It kind of came apart from there. When oh, Easter yeah. Bunny, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, in order in that conversation. And it was a one-on-one like lunch with my dad. It was almost like time to become a man or something. Ooh, all right. Kinda like This is the day. Basically, it was like, you know, he took me out. It basically was kind of like, I think there's no Easter Bunny. And he was like, yeah. There's you not. think right. And I was like, <laughs> correct. Tooth Fairy? He's like, nope. And I was like, Santa Claus? And he was like, nope. And I was like, <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> the, but I the, remember, I remember where we were. The I devil, though, he real. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been like, what, God, what Jesus. ethnicity do you think Matt's dad is? <laughs> He's lawyer. <laughs> That's my lawyer voice. <laughs> the devil, though, cigar with like a three-inch ash hanging on the end, real. <laughs> I don't remember ever believing in the Easter Bunny, uh, but we did have an Easter dog because what? Uh, my parents like we would we would make the like the real Easter eggs like we would boil Easter eggs and dye them and, and yes. do, do the whole thing, and then uh, the neighbor's dog, which the neighbor was like half a mile down the street, <laughs> he would come uh, and eat them. He would come eat the Easter eggs. So like when we would go hunt Easter eggs in the morning, that my parents would go out and hide. We would like. You know, I'd, I'd go find these Alan Easter eggs, Rayton. and these this is out in the woods. So I mean, like, there's a lot of really good hiding places. And my parents out for bugs and shit to eat the real egg. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's gross. Well, we, we wouldn't eat the egg after we would find them because they had been sitting outside all night. Oh, that's okay. where you and Paul differ. Paul cannot resist a free egg. <laughs> you know what? Paul finds an egg today. You're Actually, joking. Stay the, stay the fuck out of my refrigerator, Paul. You're joking, but there's you're not eggs wrong. in there that don't have your name on them. Oh. <laughs> Give me them eggs. Eggs go so fast. <laughs> eggs go so fast in my house, and eggs don't last long enough. No, no they don't. Oh, they go they go quick. But yeah, the, the neighbor's dog, we called him the Easter dog. He would come over and eat eggs. <laughs> and so we were never, like, my parents were never quite sure if I had found all the eggs. Or the dog ate them. Or they, they were like, wait, we, we definitely put out a dozen eggs, <laughs> and Jacob's found nine eggs, and we, we, don't, we can't find any more, and we've looked everywhere that we think that we hid them. Did we did we forget where they are? Did Let we lose them, something. or did the dog eat them? Do, do, those people had no sense of smell then, because if those dogs are eating found <laughs> boiled eggs, the fucking fed in check the dogs rainbow poop, fucking sulfur farts, yes. sulfur fart rainbow poop that would have filled the air. Oh, I don't think this dog would let us close to him. I think I think it was like a semi wild dog that Good, ate. That at the dog's doing house. everyone a favor. Well, yeah. any dog going around eating hard boiled eggs out the shell, he's oh, got yeah. some attitude. Oh yeah. He, this, I, the vision I have of this dog in my head—he's—he's he's a tough customer. Yeah, <laughs> he's a tough customer. All the all the dogs around were tough because we also had like wolves and deer and snakes and alligators too. <laughs> so like everything that everything that lived outside was pretty tough. 
And we didn't have a garage to, to I, trap them in. I forget. You come from fucking Bayou country. Yeah. It ain't no joke. Oh. Yeah, it, was a, it was a thing. I lived in the country country with cows. Cows were our most dangerous animal. There were cows close by, too. We had a couple deer, but it was mostly cows. I remember when I was a kid, the animal I was most afraid of was uh, probably about uh, two miles down the road. Like, I would ride my bike all over the place. Uh And about two miles down the road, this man had cows and he had a bull. Yeah. With the the big horns and everything. And from watching Looney Tunes, sure. I was convinced that that bull was going to charge at any yep. moment. Did like see me riding my bike past, and I had a red bike. Yep, you're so, I mean, so I mean, the red bike was obviously going to attract He's this bull. Yeah. yeah, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I wasn't worried about any of the other animals that could have actually hurt me. <laughs> yeah, including like the snakes. black widow spiders yeah. that I would find under the house and play with because they looked cool. Dude, I caught some scary fucking shit out in that country. Eh. I'd catch and jar up some scary fucking spiders. Jar up. Fine. Yeah, I'd put them in a mason jar with the holes poked in the top. If I remembered, uh, Matt, that's that's code. That's Kentucky code for keister. Oh, I get it. Keister, yeah, yeah. I keister jar, jar it up. I jar can, it up. I can my own jam. Can my own jam. <laughs> <laughs> I make my own beer. That was a uh, little known Michael Jackson hit. Can my own jam. Can my own jam. I can my own jam. B side. I can my own jam. Gonna can my jam. I'm gonna, gonna can my jam. Gonna do it tonight. But you got the jam. But the jam's in my butt. <laughs> when I say I can my jam, I mean I'm doing oh. myself in the butt. We actually didn't know that the sun air. It's probably it's way too out. No one no one cares at this point. But what? Um, we uh did we had about Doug. Michael Jackson. You're right. We had uh who's our guest? Uh, Doug came in. Doug Elfman. Yeah, Doug Elfman yes. came on. Oh yeah, and he's talking about MJ. Yeah, and someone kind of released the uh, Vanity Fair, or Esqu- I think it was Vanity Fair, did a really big breakdown on how Michael Jackson probably, at least the case that most people think he was a child molester, was very much, it's very unlikely that he was a child molester. In that one? Yeah. Huh. Okay. The big case. Oh, there you go. They did a big, like, 6,000 word article, like, really breaking down the nuances of the, of the case and how it was kind of a railroad job. Written by Joe Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forward, forward by Janet Jackson. Written by someone whipped by Joe Jackson. Really <laughs> oh, man. That's the fucking Joe truth of fucking it. Beat his he kids. was a bad guy. He's not a good man. No. But he had a good mustache. Oh, let's talk about that mustache, guys. Uh, uh. I'm telling you, Joe, nobody ruins mustaches like Joe Jackson and Hitler. Those two men ruined two great mustaches. Who's going to argue with that? <laughs> you can't argue with that. You can't argue with that. <laughs> No, I mean, here. The Charlie lay, Chaplin mustache ice, gone. Ice cream social. We just lay out the facts. Yeah. Pencil mustache gone. gone. Thanks, Joe Jackson. Yeah. Nobody wants to rock a pencil mustache though. But oh. I would love to do the Hitler if it wasn't a Hitler. Yeah. You, you would. It's the perfect shaving mustache. No. If it was the Chaplin. It, the oh cha- yeah. The Chaplin is all avoiding all the hard parts about shaving. The perfect. And all the easy. It's not even. No. It's, it's all dumb. the easy parts of shaving. Why? Why would you even put that little nub in there? I'd rock. Have it. a fucking mustache. Because it's awesome. No, I enjoy the hell out of my beard now. I can't. I'm never going Ooh, back. Ed? Yeah. <laughs> she. She's the reason why I have it. No, no. She's the reason why I have I'm it. Calling, she, I'm calling Ann your beard. I know. She is my beard. And uh, she's also the reason why I have the beard. Yeah. You see, Paula, the homosexual community. Is that even... My community. Thank that, you, Jacob. That term is going away only because it's so weird to be in the closet now. Weird yeah. beard. Yeah, it is. Beard I is hate that that term has gone away. I though. know. It's such a great comedic term. It's a good term. But it's 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 going away. It was away. very, very necessary in the 50s. That and porn music. Yeah. 
By the yeah. way, if, no if beard is an offensive term now, we're sorry. We don't know. Now I'll tell oh, yeah, you what's true. We don't know. What's it's, happening? It's a really funny joke. What's yeah. happening with porn I hope music? It's not an offensive term. Porn music is now contemporary music. It's yeah, just, but yeah, it's just adult contemporary. <laughs> it's all Winwood. Yeah. Oh man, it's been a while since we talked about the greatest man on earth. <laughs> well, can you imagine? If anyone could save porn, it's Steve Winwood. Steve Winwood, you know, Higher Love is oh. about porn. Yeah, and and the existence of it, not not just about like a porn. It's about like we should have porn. Yep, <laughs> it's encouraging. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a movement. The really. first lyrics were "Bring me a bunch of porn." Bring me a bunch of porn. Stupid editor. Bring me. Between that editor, Hitler, and Joe Jackson. Think about it. Let's talk about it. We should be watching porn. There's a whole lot of porn for us to watch. All right. Without it. I got one here from the scoop, <laughs> Scooperiority Complex. Scooperiority nice! Complex. Man, every time I think we're not going to hear any more good scoop. That's man. great. Oh, they got it going. They got it unlocked. They're finding places for scoop to go. Scooperiority Complex. So I have a story that is a little creepy and gross about proselytizing. And not so much because of where it happened, but because of the whole situation around it. No shit. There I was uh, back in Alt 3, written out so Jacob can read it in (laughs) the only acceptable manner. If he even reads parenthetical information, I guess we will find out. In basic training for the United States Army, uh, we were about halfway through when a Sunday trip was made available to us. Sunday mornings and basic training were sort of your day off. Day off meaning that you could attend religious services, and when you were not doing that, you were scrubbing floors or cleaning toilets or cleaning your gear, relaxing compared to the rest of the days. Right. Uh, the trip on Sunday would be off post where we could spend eight hours away from the drill sergeants. It was not required to go, but it was made clear that not going, meaning that the drill sergeants did not get the day off from you, would entail work that was unpleasant even compared to the rest of basic training. The event was hosted by a church, and they had many things available to a soldier that you could not get in basic training. Uh, There was junk food like pizza, burgers, hot dogs, and candy. They had basketball courts and fields set up just for playing sports. They had a video game room for the Pauls, movies, etc. (laughs) And all this came at a cost. How many Pauls are in fucking basic training? Uh, I guess a few. I was, uh, I was just listening to a friend of mine the other day who has a, a podcast, and he is a stand-up comedian, uh, and he went he went into the army during like peacetime, like yes. very very much peacetime, and his stories about basic training, man, it's it is just brutal. Oh, oh, I can't, I couldn't, I could never do it. I know, I know how hard it is. Because I mean, like he is he is someone that is in a lot of ways similar to you, Paul. Yeah, uh, in that like, like you know, He's going going out and gay. socializing is <laughs> gay. Fat, he had, exhausted. He has a beard. <laughs> Which is using a wheelchair. No. He uses a wheelchair at any any excuse for a wheelchair. <laughs> Takes escalators everywhere. If he has the choice between going out with a group of people and having a good time, or staying at home watching a movie with his dog, he's absolutely staying at home. Movie dog. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, I'm fifty fifty. Yeah. No, you're not. I am. You're like seventy thirty. Okay. Uh, But all this came with a cost, and the cost was politely sitting through a religious ceremony at the end. 
Once again, it was made clear, but not said, that doing anything to embarrass the unit or the army at this event would result in highly unpleasurable things for the individual involved. Now, the group hosting this were Southern Baptists, and the religious ceremony turned out to be a classic fire and brimstone, repeat ye sinners, or feel the flame sermon. Repeat ye sinners. <laughs> Pro- repent. I, I, I bet Probably repent. I bet that's supposed to be uh, repent. You better keep doing it. If you fucked up one, Uh, say it again. The Lord wants you to do it more. I call my mom a bitch, and uh, I call my mom a bitch. Well, repeat, ye sinners, (laughs) or you gonna go to hell. She's not gonna be happy about it, but okay. Because you know what, Private, the devil, he real. Mom, (laughs) mom, this is this is for Jesus. You're still a bitch. Oh, how sweet, honey! You repeated your sinners. As long as it's for Jesus. <laughs> Repeat sinners. They didn't tell us how their imaginary friend loved us, but spent a good long time talking about the inventive punishments their sadist in the sky had lying in wait for us. <laughs> I think the whole thing was about an hour and a half. At the end of which, they called on people to come up and be air quotes saved. Oh, I love a good altar call. Oh, boy. With a depressingly large number, uh, during which a depressingly large number of people chose to do so. Sure. Well, spent, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I spent the whole time savings trying. Savings is savings, guys. <laughs> I spent the whole time trying not to laugh my ass off in the back row until I saw it working. Uh, and then I just got bummed. You but saw whatever. it working? Like the, the altar call. Oh, 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 you saw. <laughs> yeah. He realized he was getting getting the spirit. He saw people. Holy shit! They're getting Jason. <laughs> no, he just saw people falling for it. Yes, right. Yeah, Benny Hinn jacket waving style. Yes, let's do this. The uh, spirit moves you. Fall over from spirit. Fall over from spirit. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Woof woof woof. <laughs> uh, long story short, in basic training, was given the choice between swallowing stupid religiosity against the implied option of any task an unpleasant drill sergeant could think of. Uh, go eat a pizza and sit through a 90-minute spiel on hell. And there you go. Uh, that's uh, superiority that complex. Damn, that's fucking tough call. That is some indoctrinated Christianity right there. Oh, right? Yeah. 90 minutes. Yeah. That's, that's a Southern tough. Baptist uh, That's a Southern Baptist church meeting. You know, we had... Um, uh, we did have someone reach out and said there is a former psychic who now is a skeptic. Ooh. Who does do a podcast that we, we can interview on the other. We got to get our hands on. All right. I meant to follow up with that, but uh, I lost time. Well, if you're out there, you know who we are, so fucking figure it out. No, no, no. They, 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 they. Uh, oh, he says no, they don't know anymore. who we are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I'm saying we, we said if, if there's any reformed psychic out there, we'd like to talk to you. Right. We did talk about that. Yeah. 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 But I was going to say, if he was really a psychic, but oh, I guess yeah. he's not. He's reformed, no, he's not so the powers don't work anymore. As, right. soon as, you, as soon as you declare you're reformed, you can't psychically. And then I was thinking of another power like that where like once, you're, once you don't believe how hard it must be to look back on. You know, yeah. I, I talk about this with losing losing weight. Like the amount of weight I lose, what happens, one of the weird things that comes along with it is embarrassment. Like there's just the time where I almost ate myself to death, you know, and so you look back on the stuff your logic and stuff like that and it's really just embarrassing yeah. to look back on oh, that. Yeah. It's, yeah. and part part of taking the leap to changing is look is being able to look back on like the amount of stuff you're doing that you're like oh god you know stop i thought this was okay um well i mean that's that, that's the big argument for uh religion in the 12-step programs right because it's something else to to look to instead of that instead of looking within right i mean that that's that's why it's there 
Yeah, I'm sure someone. I mean, there are other reasons argue too. With you right now, but, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, there are other reasons too. But I mean, that that's one of the that's one of the big things is you know it's it's not you, it's a, it's a higher power and blah blah blah. But this might be more like it's less it's less gross than a psychic, but this is probably more embarrassing if you're reformed. Speaking in tongues. Ooh. I mean that whenever there is something about speaking in tongues like even I went to Roman Catholic school but in Jersey right yeah. so the speaking in tongues came up even in my Catholic school the teachers were like yeah we don't I don't who knows no one really knows about that no one really knows yeah, about, like, about they, that they didn't want to say that's love. crazy shit man I got into it with my mom and dad this week really oh man I didn't want to but I have to stand my ground on this shit and it's just the circular logic the the the, well, they the, want to the pick and choose the pick and choose shit of just all of it just the belief yeah. the pick and choose of what it was the whole thing of like free will as compared to an omniscient all knowing all powerful God right which apparently he is right sure but no because terrible shit happens and then for me to say so he let that happen became this whole thing of no he didn't let that happen. People did that. Their free will. But he knew that was going to happen. Well. What? What? Yeah. Then what am I praying then for what? now? Then what the fuck? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. If that's the case, then what do I pray for? Right. It's stupid. It bothers It's horrible, yeah. stupid shit. And it makes me really upset. And uh, it's sad that they can't quite see it. Yeah. They're close. They're not stupid people. But they just don't quite see the flaw. And, and but, the, but the problem is, that's when they go, oh, but it's faith. And I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about? It's faith that let them commit those right. terrorist acts. Yeah. Right, exactly. And I'm like, you know, it's like, you can't just go faith. You can't just say, oh, I know you've got an argument, but faith. Faith takes care of everything. No, no, it's it does the not. Absolute cause of all these problems, right? But I mean, th- th- as far as like a hole in the in the logic, yeah. They go, oh, the, oh there's a hole in logic. Right. Faith, yeah. We have faith, great. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but having a pederast dump uh, water on my baby head did not do anything for me. Nope. There's no way that changed anything. At least not for the good, not for the better, not for anything. And the yeah. whole deal of uh, well, it made him wet. Oh my god, the whole. We By gotta, the way, it, it, children being born with. Born with bone cancer is not free will. Right. And also being born with original sin, as we're all told we are. So what yeah. the fuck? So we're, we start off with the deck stacked against us and we're evil anyway. So what the fuck are we even... It's terrible. All of it is just so gross. Um, the, the whole... We got into the, the transubstantiation and the Eucharist and all that kind of stuff again. Ooh. And I'm just like... And I'm just like, so... So what are you talking about with that? You really eating blood and flesh? Is it on the phone? Oh, man. FaceTime. Oh. I'm like, so you're really eating blood and flesh there? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, for real, for real? Not just in a symbolic manner? No. I'm like, okay, you got the evidence on that? You got the transformative chemical evidence? You got evidence? all of this? Oh, my God. I'm like, you got the evidence? And I'm like, no, there's no evidence on that. I'm like, and I'm like well, then, then it didn't happen? No, it did. First off, no, you want the answer to be like, yeah, you're right. It's uh, symbolic. Right. Otherwise, you'd be like, no, no, I no, I'm a vampire flesh. slash zombie. No, I eat flesh and drink blood. <laughs> That's right. exactly what it is. That's the fucked up thing. And you can't see that you're part of this bizarro death this cult. This is what I was talking about in Penn Sunday School, which is like, I listen, the Constitution says I have to respect religion, right? 
there's respect and there's respect. Well, that's exactly it. <laughs> right. I don't think I should be able to respect an institution of religion more than any other institution. No. The example I gave in Penn Sunday School is that like, if a bunch of sob dealers, you know, a bunch of used car salesmen, sob dealers said, if you draw a picture of this sob, we'll kill you. We would not let that stand. No. So why does another student say, if you draw a picture of this, we can kill you? And we have to be like, well, that's the religion. That's their belief. Shouldn't that's have drawn that picture. you got to do that. They really believe in that car, but and that's if, the thing. They can't see it. You went to a gas station like, sorry, I got to eat flesh and drink blood right now Man, before we, I fill up your car. We got to a point that made me really sad when we got, I was talking about, so then, you know, the whole other religions are wrong kind of thing. And I'm like, so what? All these other religions are wrong too? And it's so and regional it's like, with that. Oh my god! And they don't even—they don't even get into that. They don't even get into but the that's fact the thing, that it's, that's all it's so fascinating. Like the thing of the right and wrong is like literally just like so. Like, that means God has like a continental bias. And my, yeah, and my and right. my and my father was even like, "Well, they're heretics." And I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That's exactly the language they use for you." Do you understand what you're saying? Listen, it's exactly the language. It's, it's ins- I'm like, you hate a person. Not I. You shouldn't say hate. But you look down upon a person for their beliefs, and then you can't conversely understand why they look down upon you for your beliefs. Look, I'm this makes you, no goddamn sense. Here's the thing, and this is it's for, horrible. I know we have some. I know we have believers in our audience, and we're not right. We're not a straight up great. No, believe your thing as long as you're not causing damage to people. But, but for the most part, no, it all does. Here's the thing, honestly, with all, with all the attacks and stuff. Yeah, with all the problems that go down. Uh, are we through this scoop now, Deborah? Yes. All right. So let's just wrap. We'll just wrap that sure. up, and then um, we'll go to Jockers on this. But honestly, do you know how many problems of this nature go away if we don't believe in an afterlife? So like, fast. And I don't. I don't. And here's the thing. Like I know every religion has some form of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and as Penn sings in his song, "Everything in this world is enough." You know, uh, even if you're a believer, you know, of some kind. Letting that one percent of doubt creep in, there's there's no evidence to support this an afterlife in any way. None. So if there's a one percent, if you let one percent of like shoot, maybe this one time is my go around. A lot of problems go away. And you and you. Well, I mean, suicide bombers are out that day, right? That's what I'm saying. And like you 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 treat things a little differently. You you just become a little more introspective you become a little more grateful i mean i i've even said a like a like, more patient i I'm, I'm you know it's 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 known at least on some level that i'm in therapy you know sure and i they even said like are you were you suicidal as a as a as a child and i said no not really and they were like whoa, whoa, whoa what do you mean not really and i was like oh did i think about committing suicide absolutely mm-hmm. i said but then all i did was fantasize about my funeral <laughs> you know all i did was picture Everybody what, what people were saying, mm-hmm. and everybody kept saying things about me, and everyone being who loved me being sad, and everybody who I, who I think was giving me enough attention being so sad, and I was like, so no, yeah. no, I was not suicidal, you know, like I, you were Tom fuck, Sawyer, I was fucking, <laughs> yeah, I was fucking yeah. loving the attention I would get from committing suicide. Right. So no, I had a lot of problems. I certainly lit things on fire, and certainly shot uh, at animals with slingshots and bow and arrows. But uh, 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 and stole, but uh, uh, well, you had to get the slingshots and bow and arrows from somewhere. Yeah, ain't free. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shit ain't free. No, shit ain't free. <laughs> Crossbows ain't free, y'all. Uh, and uh, but uh, you know, like no, like and so like, and it's the idea, like if that's like, if, like if I couldn't even at that age, right? 
Like, because yeah. I was steeped in Catholic guilt there, you know, yeah. and trying to trying to wrestle that God took my uh, mother from me for a reason. There's a greater good and a greater right. call to life, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. which really echoes a lot of problems a lot further than you think they do, you know, um, that I've even talked about with my brothers, you know. Um, That's some deep, hurtful, messed up logic. Yeah. and No, if, there's not a greater plan. It's an unfortunate, tragic thing. And if not thinking there was a heaven, would that be more devastating at the time when my mom died? Absolutely. When Absolutely. You were, sure. When you were a little kid, if you thought that was it? Yes. and that, But that's what I talk about. I was like, at the very least, the least functional thing I can think of for religion is that it's a credit card for grief. Mm. Yeah. It is just mm. a thing that postpones your grief into small installments throughout your entire life rather than getting a full brunt of the debt right as it but is. But as we all know, credit yeah. cards are a fucking trap. Totally. <laughs> and you totally. will end up paying way more than yes. if you just pay cash up front. Absolutely. Dude, that's a that's a really write that shit down. <laughs> that, have you have you written that down? No, I've not written that's that. That's a down. credit card for grief? Yeah. Religion has a credit card for that's yeah. huge, dude. Yeah. That's fucking huge. But that you know, but that's what's fueling our props right now. Like yes. all these guys who go on these rampages, all these guys who want they've got all this emotion stored up and they've they got no outlet for it because yeah. their religion doesn't allow them to let it out. Yeah. Because to let it out is somehow doubting the truth of the religion. And meanwhile, we're talking about Muslims and Christian you know, Muslims and Islam and, and what we do and don't let in and it's obscuring the thing. Like these uh uh, ISIS is operating exactly like a gang. Mm-hmm. There are guys at the top who will, will not do a suicide bombing. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely are finding these young people who are convincing them they're part of the greater good. And these people are disenfranchised. Yep. And they're not going into... Sad, lost, uneducated. Yeah. Yep. And they don't have an outlet, honestly, to... to and they're always young. They, yeah. They're young because they don't have an outlet. They don't see a future for themselves in the world where they're growing up in. No. They don't see a place where they can carve out anything that gives them self-worth. And they do and not they have, have a social outlet. They don't have a community. They are repressed. <laughs> and so they have no social outlet. Yep. And these are the people that are committing these deeds. And it's the same with gangs. Yeah. Yep. They find isolated young people who don't have a strong family. Yeah. And they can give them a family. Even though it's yeah. a messed up, and if these guys family. don't believe something's waiting from the other side. What, it's they, not even a question. No, nah, it brings it back. But 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 martyrdom. Yeah. yeah, and and let me tell you something. Martyrdom is glorified when you are growing up in Catholic school. Martyrdom is glorified. Yeah, it's gross. And even I told you about the freaking thing in Hawaii where they talked about like uh, you know they had to f- f- hide the shaman's bones. And then that person would then whoever knew it would would commit suicide, and so then the family would raise uh, their status yeah. in the tribe within that island, and everyone on the boat being like, "Wow, yeah." And I'm like, "You what are you fuckers talking about? These guys like, lost a member of the family because the guy took a job to bury bones. Yeah, and he's so gone. Like he dug a hole and then had to kill himself. Yeah, it's uh, this none story's of it, not beautiful at all. No, none of it makes any goddamn sense." And uh, if you look at it in any objective way, but just so lost with the, the, the thing that was killing me about, <clears throat> and I've tried to stay off the news. We know you do, even during regular news events. Right, right now, I've just been tragic like, news events. It's forget it. Surprise, you're not just Don't even fucking Fucking wear an start. Oculus Rift. Man, oh, Spank there Bank was, Park. But there, I just got uh, to hearing about the whole... Uh, a mostly Republican move to scan the immigrants, right? Oh, to scan the yeah. refugees. Yeah. And like only the Christians, that kind of thing. 
And I think that's My all. home state governor, Bobby Jindal, oh, he boy. does not want any more of them Syrians coming into Louisiana. What kills me is the absolute lack of memory. When we had within probably, I'm going to give it two weeks. I'll be generous, maybe even a month yeah. of the 9-11 attacks. Yeah. When we understood that, what was it? 12, 11 of the 13 yeah. were all Saudis? Saudi, yeah. Did we lock down travel to and from Saudi Arabia? No, I mean, no, no. Yeah. No is the answer. Yeah. Because they have fuck tons of money. Yeah. These people don't have any money or oil. So we don't care. Uh, well, I mean the the more direct the more direct comparison is we refused to I mean there, there there were two national shames that took place during World War II. One was the Japanese internment. Oh boy. And the the lesser talked about one is that we refused to let the Jews fleeing Germany and German occupied places and places that were going to be occupied by by the Germans. Well, it's cuz they're we German. Re, we refused to let them into the country. Yeah, that's cuz they were German though. Yeah. We couldn't let Germans in the country. But it wasn't just Germans. Oh it, no! I'm, it was, I'm, it was the, I'm I'm just tarping it for the sarcasm. Sake. He's putting it up. Oh yeah, but like he's with you. Not letting the Jews out into our country because they were German because yeah. they're fleeing Germany. Yeah, yep. that's like what's there, happening. There were tens of thousands of German Jews when German when the German borders were still open. I, I also that I, wanted to come to America, and yeah. America said no. And then you know, like weeks and a couple of months later, it was boxcars. It was boxcars and concentration camps. Yep. For 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 you know and, and for. You know, we have a lot of different types of listeners in our show, and I don't want to get, I don't want to oversimplify it. I mean, it's remarkably. No, there's, there's not a simple answer to any of this. And I'm not even saying tighter restrictions on the, uh, the influx of all these people is wrong. However, questioning them about their religion sounds a little bit preposterous to me. Yeah. To start. But yeah, we, there's the complexities of all of this far beyond my pay grade. No two ways about it. Well, I mean, what's daunting about... But the religion is at the core of all of it, and that's the problem that keeps coming back to bite us in the ass. Yes, and it's, it, here's the thing. The, the, the people that are fueling this are, you know, as the, as the, as the artist, uh, Charlie Hebdo artist said, they love death. Mm-hmm. These people love death. And they have found a good match. You know, they have found a good people, a good, a good foe to keep perpetuating it, you know? And it is frightening, and it is complicated, and I don't know how to do it, but I don't... It's so hard, but bombing the shit out of all of them and stuff like that is just not going to be the way no. that it's not going to get out of there. No, people who fight the Middle East don't stop fighting the Middle East. This doesn't seem like a way to stop it. My whole thing when we were going into Iraq again, and when the insurgency started, yeah, I was like, y'all need to replace the word insurgent with people's people whose house we blew up, <laughs> and suddenly your mind will change about what's going on, because that's what we did. Yeah. We created. Orphans, a bunch of orphans yeah. who were blown up by us. So, of course, again, it's because we, we created those perfect candidates to get swept up into this gang mentality. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tragic. It's crazy. just tragic all around. And it's also hard because, like, the truth is, like, in terms of, like, wanting to win and how do we win, there's no winning in this. Well, the, it, to me, what the, are the parameters of victory here? That's ex- that's that's exactly what bothers me the most. On both sides, what are the parameters of victory? There's no win. Paul, to me, it's even more frightening. How do we lose? How do we say, oh, you know what I mean? Like, if we wanted to right now, we can't even go like, 
We can't capitulate. We can't even. You can't even yeah. be like, you're right. No. Our bad. No. Sorry. We're out of here. There's no, Because it's like you said, it's all. it all comes down to death. It all comes down to that promise of what's on the other side. Yeah. And if you believe that, then this shit is worth dying for. You just, there's, 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 there's only one long road out and it's, you have, we, we have to find a way to get to these disenfranchised people before the wrong people do. Yep. And it's very difficult. I don't know how we do it. We are out of work comedians. Yeah, we are out of work comedians in Las Vegas. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We know what the fuck we're talking about. Should we even just, should we even warn people just to fast forward this part? All right. Um, <laughs> let's get to Jack. Well, I mean, then. we admit we are speaking. Well, you know, I'm overwhelmed. As are we all. I'm putting my heart out there. Yeah. Again, I think our, our, our final thing is just less religion will be better. Yeah. No religion would be awesome. Yeah, I'm not back for, for Nazis. No. The other stuff I said <laughs> specifically is, the other stuff I said specifically is, oh, I'm sure going to rile some feathers. But the truth is, uh, a promise of afterlife. We get rid of that. We solve a lot of problems. That is a big danger. Yep. I might have a package. <laughs> I might when I get home. Star Wars. Yay. Right. On fridge. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Explosion. Oh my god. SJ just popped in the the door. It exploded. So scary. It's awkward. (laughs) She's creeping. She's going rat club. club. Bring out the rat. Bring out the rat. Get the rat. Get the rat out. We gotta get the rat out and get things going. That was did you see that picture? That guy didn't win, by the way. The rat guy didn't win. The rat guy didn't win. Oh man. There's a a runoff now and he's not one of the people in in the runoff. That's so sad. That's because they found out the rat had to be hand blown or uh, hand blown. The rat has to be blown up by mouth. Yeah, blown up by. It takes 20, 20 union guys yeah. standing in a row going tandem, blowing on that rat hole. And each of them get hey, four hey. minimum. I mean, it's it's get yeah. on that rat hole, and blow. It's one of those dirty politics. The guy had a pump, but just didn't bring it up. And then the yeah. other guys just did robo calls. We're like, you know, there's no pump for that rat, right? It's all blown up. <laughs> you, blown up by mouth. You want to be? You want to be on? You want to be the fifth guy on that mouth hole? <laughs> I don't. I okay, don't. well then you better not vote for the rat guy. Dirty make you the first guy. You bring it out the dirty rat. Filthy campaign. The filthy rat hole. That that rat tube is just coated in gunk. Oh yeah. Herpes. Herp. Yes, you're gonna get the herpes. You want more herpes in this union? Vote for the rat guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want more herpes? <laughs> don't we have enough herpes in this union? I mean, I know we're the herpes union, but. <laughs> I think we it's can... just an abbreviation. <laughs> right. It stands it's a for... coincidence that it's herpes. It stands for hardware, educators, pipe fitters. No, you missed an R. Happies. <laughs> Happies Union. Speaking right. of herpes, <laughs> Smitty Scoop sent us a jock versus nerd. Thank you, herpes rid- riddled Smitty Scoop. Uh, dear Matt, Paul, and Jacob. Before I get to the Jock vs. Dirty questions, please allow me to quickly share some thoughts. Thought number one. As I am sure that you are aware, ICS is not G-rated. 
So on the nine-hour car ride back from Western North Carolina mountains, my wife had the kids, age six and eight, watch The Princess Bride with headphones on so we could listen to the latest ICS episode on the car stereo. Amazing. <laughs> my wife even remarked that Paul would not, or that Paul would be proud. I, uh, I, I, there yes, you, you got an amazing from are. me right we off the bat. That's yep. great. Uh, point number two, Patreon reward suggestion. All right. Permit a scoop to visit the churn and sit in on an ICS episode a la Dave Donnelly. After the podcast recording is completed, the, the scoop is fetted with a plate of bacon and grits prepared by Jacob himself. I'll leave it up to you to set the price. Uh, it's pretty expensive to get me to make you some bacon and grits. I'm going to tell you that a right now. A personal churn tour? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a, a fine reward, though. It's yeah. a great reward. Let's, uh, it should be less than a jock versus nerd day. It's kind of kind of boring. Yeah, I think it should be less because one, we're already doing it. <laughs> You're right. We're already we're already have the time committed to doing it. We're already doing it. One, two. Jacob does all the other work. <laughs> See, you just look at this from a I don't, what don't I have to do? Correct. <laughs> Which you you're right to do. <laughs> Uh, no, honestly, because we're already doing it. You're we're right. Sit in the chair. The chair's they just got to sit in the chair. Yeah. It's already ready to yeah. go. Uh, but it involves letting people come to Jacob's house, which is different than the other work. Right. It had to be close to the price of a Jock versus Nerd Day. Oh, we can figure it out. It's, it's a good fine. idea, though. It's a good idea. Uh, number three, Scoop Cruise 2016. Please be sure to provide as much advance notice as possible. Oh, we were man. just talking about this before we started recording we today. We do need to figure it out. I yeah. think Here's the thing. So our agent left to become a cruise ship director on a cruise. Right. So we don't have an agent. So our agency technically says they're still looking out for us, but we don't know who we deal with directly anymore. We got to figure that out. And if not, then we have to jump ship to a new agent. Uh, but the bottom line is actually for the scoop cruise, we t- this is what we talked about off air, so I'll just say it now. What we need to do is either get a new cruise ship agent and just give a heads up, or we just need to find a ship that wants to coordinate uh, this event. In other words, that we, if we give enough advance notice and people will do it, like budget-wise, it should just work to have us on a cruise, right? When the Without great thing us is, performing, I mean, no, even, no, with us performing, even and getting with, paid, exactly. Okay, right. But I mean, I even, got you. In other words, like exactly what happened. We we sold nine cruise ship tickets. Yeah, for us doing the scoop cruise, that that paid for us and more. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like they they paid they they paid the ice cream social to be there and they made money on it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we should figure out a way to do that. Yeah, to make it an, an actual event that they right. put up on their yeah, site. Yeah, that we too. can do in advance and just and just this. So in other words, we don't need to be booked as a cruise ship act coincidentally. Like last time, it was a coincidence. We booked the cruise and it became the scoop cruise. Right, right. We should just organize the scoop cruise. Okay, and if we organize it, we can sell more. Well, let's put it out there. To any listener who may be involved with the cruise ship industry, who might have that kind of pull, you probably didn't download this on time because yeah, yeah. it's so your next, your next dock break. I know how hard it is to get <laughs> to get stuff online, yeah. but as you're streaming this in the middle of the Atlantic, if right you now, have that kind of connection and pull, yeah, get at us. Yeah, we'll listen. Yeah, I've got a good cruise ship hookup. I have, I have an executive that works in entertainment entertainment section of uh, one of the cruise lines. All Actually, right, well, uh, never mind, yeah. everybody. Jacob's got it covered. Yeah, I don't know why I haven't thought to call her yet. <laughs> I really don't. I mean, I could I could reach out to some of my NCL people. I did almost a year on NCL. Yeah. 
I mean, we wouldn't be able to get on NCL probably because right, of... We've now gone past podcast anyway, mode. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right, we're, we're, we're into business mode. Sorry, right. sorry. Go, go. Pulling back. Uh, pulling anyway, back. yeah, Scoop Cruise 2016. Uh, it is in the works. We we are talking about it, and you will get as much advance notice as we can possibly give you. Years. And, uh, Years in advance. <laughs> are we looking to... Uh, we're also we're going to do a landlock again. Yeah. yeah. Are we looking to try and get out of Jersey as well so we can do it there at Tierney's again? Everyone is trying to look at is looking to try to get out of Jersey. <laughs> well, I mean that's that, that's my my. Oh, thought you mean is back to Jersey? Back to Jersey oh. to do it from there, or will we be cool going out of somewhere? I think in Cali? we should do a new, new location. Although I West Coast, we could do the Jersey thing again. No, no, no problem. But we could West Coast it too. It'd be fine. I think I'm we thinking do uh, Boise. Okay, I was not thinking Boise, but yeah, yeah definitely Boise. Boise, Boise or nowhere. West Coast is the best coast. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, a lot of a lot of West Coast scoops. Wish we did a West Coast scoop. Fest. Well, yeah, there you go. And we still need to set up one here in town. Also, next year. Yeah, damn, it, I was about to keep talking about this fucking cruise. Stop it. Move on. Let's <laughs> herpes riddled Smitty scoop. Ask jock question for Paul. Are you you're adding the herpes riddled right? Oh yeah. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> I mean, am I am I airing dirty laundry here? On the, should I should I not I be mentioning that, he's, that it, he's herpes riddled? We all have herpes. Everybody has herpes. Is she a union member? <laughs> Uh, yes, she uh, blew up the rat. She blew up the rat. A herpes riddle. Poor gal. It's yep. ki- it's kind of a bad. Oh, I was on point. a date the other night. I just found out the girl blew up the rat. Oh, oh fuck, man! You gonna get them herpes? Oh, you got the herpes. Oh, but she's it's so good. I gotta go back. Mm-mm, <laughs> mm-mm. The devil, he real though. <laughs> I think Smitty Scoop is a guy looking at his email address too. <laughs> oh, poor. Girl. Either way, he's herpes riddled. Uh, he she is herpes riddled. Okay. Uh, Jack question for Paul. Paul, yes, please. As you know, the University of Louisville basketball team is currently embroiled in a sex scandal. Boy, are they ever. Even more scandalous than Smitty Scoop's herpes. <laughs> as far as sex scandals go... Bring out the rat. <laughs> Guys, we got to get the rat out. As far as sex scandals go, it is pretty basic. The allegation is that uh, a now former assistant coach paid for strippers to attend more than two dozen parties and have sex with basketball players and recruits. However... My school, the University of Notre Dame, finds itself caught up in a most bizarre sex scandal. Notre Dame. And I guess the question is, what is it? Oh, I don't even know this one. I don't either. Uh, Is this going to be one where all the players did like penis length competitions or something? No. Oh, I did hear about this. Oh. I didn't realize it was Notre Dame, but yeah, I did hear about this. Um, I'm gonna guess they were uh, they went to a fish market and things got frisky, Troy McClear style. That is it. Fish okay. market frenzy. Got that's it. What they, that's what the news. <laughs> that's what the news outlets are calling it. <laughs> a sex scandal beyond any scale we've seen before. It's just a graphic of a uh, like very disappointed looking fish flying through the air. <laughs> a disappointed fish flying through the air. <laughs> like, please, please, any of our visual mafia, a disappointed fish flying through the air. Please. Please. Row, row, row your fish. These Notre Dame players had that? more caviar than they could handle. What is the actual story? Uh, according to a lawsuit filed against Notre Dame, it is alleged that a middle-aged white woman who is an academic coach and Notre Dame employee 
uh, tutored students, uh, many of whom were football and basketball players. This academic coach used her position to coerce athletes into having sex with her daughter. It is also alleged that she provided condoms, transportation, and hotel rooms for the hookups. But wait, it gets weirder. It is further alleged that uh, she involved a member of the Notre Dame psychiatric support staff to medicate the victim in an attempt to prevent her actions from being exposed. In addition, in addition, in addition shit. she is accused of attempting to convert the victim to Catholicism against his will. How the fuck did we not hear about this? What? She's using her daughter to convert. What the fuck? That's weirder than fucking fish. Wait. She's so- doping up the players. I'm not sure who she's Bringing doping them up. Into, well, that's what it sounds like. She's I'm doping not sure if she's up, doping up the players or her daughter. No, she's doping up the players to I go have so. sex with her daughter, to then forget about having sex with her daughter, but at the same time trying to convert them to Catholicism? Right. What? Mm, the devil, he real though. <laughs> that is the weirdest. That's fucking cray cray. That's bizarre. Why haven't I heard about this? I don't see anything wrong with it. Oh, boy, Jacob. This is way worse than the Louisville scandal. This is far worse. This is fine. Far stranger. This is definitely stranger. She's got the psychiatric team. The psychiatric team is really the weird. Well, what's going on with the daughter that she needs? And and the way that her mother. Her mother to bring her boner people? Mom. Mom, I need dick. Yes, hon. I need dick. But it's got to be good Catholic dick. Mom, give me some Catholic dick. Give me a minute, baby. Mom! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm it down, baby. Oh, I need some dick now, though. <laughs> I need that dick. Is that what it is? I need that dick, mama. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yeah, pressured pressured students into having sex with her daughter. Yeah, it's weird. That there's nothing about the headline or it seems like the article that's about the daughter. Yeah. What is going on there? Uh, gross. Gross, gross, gross. An gross. unidentified faculty member of orchestrating sexually and racially motivated trysts with her daughter. Racially including, motivated? I don't know what the racial motivated Mom, part is. Mom, I need black dick. <laughs> right? That's, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Mom, I need oh. some Catholic black cock in me. There are no... <laughs> doesn't exist. Mom! Oh, boy. Make the black guys Catholic so I can fuck them. Okay. That's so weird. That is super strange. That the daughter's not framed as any kind of victim in this as well is so strange to me. Yeah, it seems like the daughter was just like... The daughter's getting dick, yo. Yeah. She's getting what she wants. I mean, it's rare It's rare that... It's rare that your parent helps a... you get dick? Yes. Oh, well, yes. Well, maybe for you. We had Dave Dolly in here. He, didn't, he, he never <laughs> he helped me get laid. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't help you get any dick? No. He didn't help me get any dick. You weren't, you weren't in the room after you left for a minute. What? He was chatting me up real quick. He was like, you think... Uh, you know, give my Matt, son a deep dick. Matt made some dickin'? <laughs> hey, girl, I know you have a beard and a beard. <laughs> <laughs> Noter dicking. Noter dicking. So weird. Uh, nerd question for Matt. The fight, I wish I had black cock in there. <laughs> that is the correct answer. Good. <laughs> Comic book based movies have been experimenting, uh, have been experiencing incredible success at the box office recently. However, this is not a new phenomenon. Hollywood has been making comic book movies for several decades. How could you possibly put the nerd question after this jock question? <laughs> what remote interest do I have in what you're talking about right now? 
All right, go ahead. Name the highest grossing comic book movies for each of the following decades. Okay. 1970s. Uh, Black Catholic Dick. No. Correct. Come on. Batman. No, the 70s. Christopher Reeve. Superman. Yes. Superman. I, thought, I, I consider Superman 80s. That's me. It was, uh, uh, late the, 80s. The first one was uh, 78, so oh, late, late 70s. Okay. All right. 1980s. That's where I would have guessed Superman. And now you would guess? Oh, shit. You had it before. Batman. Yeah. Batman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Again, late, 89. And 89, yeah. yep. Uh, 1990s. Uh, Notre Dame. No, you had it again. No, you Spider-Man. didn't. No, you didn't. What? Not Spider-Man? Nope. Spider-Man 2 was really big. Spider-Man, the first Spider-Man was not nearly as big. So there's a bigger superhero franchise in the 90s? Comic book. Comic book franchise in the 90s. I, f- I always forget that this one is a comic book, actually. Oh. Oh, geez. Uh, we did kind of talk about it in the Notre Dame story. We <laughs> talked about part of this, a uh, part of the name in the Notre Dame story. Oh, you got the me, black you got cock. Uh, now. The black part. Oh, oh, Catholic black dick. No, that's it. No, nineteen ninety seven. Captain Catholic black dick. <laughs> what did what did the daughter want? Cock. What Cat- kind? Catholic black. black. She wanted black. She wanted black men. Black men in black. Men in black. Oh, that. What weak sauce? I guess it was a comic book first. I don't know. I guess it was. I guess it was weak sauce. Paul calls weak sauce. <laughs> oh, I'm calling weak sauce on that. Oh, this is a bad day for Smitty Scoop. First he gets herpes, and then Paul calls his nerd question weak oh, sauce. Man, no, wrote, just that one. Just that one. I wrote it for Jack Brazil, and I got a weak sauce He's called on me. I got weak right. sauce and herpes. Right. Well, you, you, your sauce That's gets weaker when you have herpes. <laughs> the weak, you want weak sauce if you got herpes. Bonus nerdy jock question. A legendary football coach married a woman from Red Bank, oh, New just, Jersey. We just stopped the 90s right there. That was it, yeah. Okay. I, th- I thought we'd go to 2000s. Nothing happens after I guess the not. 90s. But uh, the, we, I believe there the, was another decade after I that. I believe the 2000s. I believe 2000, 2010, uh, Spider-Man 2 was the big was the big one. Yeah. Which got the Matrix. Iron Man, maybe. No, yeah. the Matrix wasn't. The, like, if you count the trilogy, maybe. Yeah. This decade will be the event. But Matrix wasn't yeah. built on a comic book. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's built on a stolen script from some other woman. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. It's built on theft. Theft. <laughs> Who was coincidentally trying to get her daughter laid by a bunch of black guys. Yeah, she was actually paid eventually by the studio in black dick. Yeah. <laughs> For her daughter. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> That's what you have some black dick for you to purchase. <laughs> Neo, you are the one. Actually, Lawrence Fishburne, I think you are the one. <laughs> Rather have Orpheus. Orpheus? Uh, <laughs> Orifice what's, what's the bonus? Morphe Orifice. A legendary football coach married a woman from Red Bank, New Jersey. As a, as a result, he is buried at the Mount Ol- uh, Olivet Cemetery in neighboring Middletown, New Jersey, my hometown. Name this legendary football coach. Okay, listen, this is hilarious. This is about to get incredibly awkward for everyone in the room except for me. Okay. And I'm glad... Uh, Matt's penis is out. Nope. Uh, I'm glad that we actually had the discussion we had earlier in the podcast, so it actually makes this way less awkward. <laughs> but I know exactly who you're talking about, and the reason why is that he is buried directly across from my mother. Oh, no. Oh. Get out of here. Vince Lombardi, coach of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, that is correct. Yep. Holy smokes. Uh, yeah. 
it uh it's uh, I, was, I was about to try to make a peyton manning joke but then i decided not to yeah i know i told you it's gonna get awkward for everyone but me it's something i've known about for quite some time <laughs> oh geez um, uh so, i have to i so have to share something right now that really gets a uh, really 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 creates quite a nice this group really <laughs> good, stepped in it good segue. they got herpes for no reason got called weak sauce on their question and then brought up where my mom was buried without knowing it <laughs> Um, Thank you, Smitty Scoop. Feel free to write in anytime. (laughs) Allow me to cleanse the palate. Get some lotion for those. Allow me to cleanse the palate briefly. This is visual, but I'll tweet this out. Yeah. Uh, Can you see that? Yes. It's a picture of my dog's ass pressed up against our leather couch. Yeah. My wife just sent this to me. Yeah. (laughs) She is. She. She said. She sent this picture, and she also wrote, This is Lizzie's butt pressed on the arm of the couch. She farted, and it made the craziest sound ever. Triple exclamation point. Whoa! (laughs) This is the window shattered in your condo. The apartment just blew the fuck out. Our windows are blown up. Uh, that, I feel like the biggest victory in that uh, in that is that Paul did not read that text message in Anne's voice. Han no, Solo. I did not. Han Solo came out of his carbonite fridge based <laughs> on the left. fucking fart yeah, of that dog. Like, God damn it! Oh shit! I can't <laughs> sleep another minute. This is too stinky. Uh, ridiculous! My farting ass dog. Uh, thank you, oh, Anne, for right. that. I, she was calling a minute ago, and I'm sure that was what she had to share. Yeah, well, she had to tell me about the fart sound. <laughs> Thanks again, Smitty Scoop. Thank you, yeah, Smitty. Thank sorry you, about, Smitty. Sorry about the herpes. Sorry about the weak sauce. I want to thank Pendulet for creating this podcast. Uh, let's go fast. Allegedly, I also want to thank uh, Ryan Tate Lemure's Screamer Cream, uh, who, of course, invented I Can't Believe It's Not Cream, a vegan uh, whipped topping. Mm. Parfait hate machine, dear to my heart there. Yeah. Uh, that uh, makes uh, frozen Trent Reznor yogurt, allegedly. Uh I want to thank, of course, Sarah Boyle, who is at Scoop Fest, one of my favorite scoops. Who also, one of the Sarahs? Yeah, she's one of the Sarahs, uh, and her husband uh, has a podcast, and they they they've uh, they did an audio jock versus nerd on our on our show. Oh yeah, yeah, I believe so. I think so. Allegedly, that allegedly, happened. allegedly, that happened. Patrick Webb, uh, allegedly the brother of Spud Webb. Uh, people don't realize this. Spud Webb was a conjoined twin. Patrick lives on his back. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yes, yes, yes. I should also point out that Sarah Boyle was on the psychiatric team that helped coach the black guys at <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame. I should point that out as well. Allegedly. I also want to thank uh, Scoop Squatch. Scoop Squatch, who honestly can be seen everywhere but never heard or smelled. Oh. So we don't know if he exists. Mm. Uh, Phil Tomlinson, yeah. who his name allows him to sneak into any football stadium as the assistant coach. Wow, that is you true. never argue. Phil Tomlinson is not the assistant coach of any place. <laughs> Absolutely, like, I would not. It's probably it's probably yeah. right. I want to thank <laughs> Scoopy and the Beast, who actually was born with a tail, but the tail genetically is older than him. So Scoopy and the Beast is about thirty years old, but the tail is old as time. Tail is old as time. Yeah, it's a long way to go for that one. <laughs> uh, I liked it though. Uh, Rebecca Mackenzie Brown is the resentful. Little sister of Encyclopedia Brown. Oh, nice. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. I want to thank Scorbutic, which is also the name of uh, something you can rub on your toes instead of Tanactin if you're in John Madden's camper. Mm. Or if you're Smitty Scoop, you can rub it on your herpes. Yes. 
uh, Rich Johnson, yeah. who, of course, had to change his name from Wealthy Cock. <laughs> Sean Doherty, <laughs> who uh, invented the blow-up rat. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. We owe him a debt. Yeah. Uh, Rikaviven, again, the, the cure for the common cough. Yeah. Rikaviven. <laughs> suck on a little bit of Rikaviven. Your throat feels much better. Sean Katz, who ironically has dogs and is Catholic. <laughs> RJ Owens, uh, who owens me that money. And the devil, he really you. <laughs> Sean McEnany, who uh, is a mountain and not a person. Ooh. Oh. A mountain of mayonnaise that glows in the dark. Uh, Roger Edge, uh, who was involved in a tragic spelunking accident when trying to communicate via walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Edge over. What? Uh! Oh. Over Edge. Roger over Edge. Oh, Roger. We get it. We get it. We get it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go, Jacob. Uh, Michael Hopsfensperger. Michael what? Jones. Yeah, that's just, you. <laughs> Fuck you. Hopsfensperger? Hopsfin, Hopfinsperger. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Michael Jones, Michael Short, Minty Scoop, Nathan Ray, Nicholas Hall, Rachel, Ramus Nelson, Rich, Richard Hall, Robots Ahoy, Ronnie Clement, Rose Ford, and Ryan. Thank you all very much. Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you subscribing. Give us reviews on iTunes, telling a friend about us. And, uh, of course, you want to support us, and you can get your credits right out here on the air. You can go to patreon.com slash scoops and join the many tiered rewards that we have to offer. We really appreciate your support. You Patreon people have been amazing. Uh, we haven't had to have any advertisers yet. Yeah. Maybe we won't. Yeah, we might not have to. We'll be able to just keep uh, keep this steam train a-rolling. Yeah, pretty yeah. great. And uh, don't forget, if you do enjoy the show, we do rely on you guys not only to help support us financially, but to keep the word being spread. So join yeah. the uh, Pyramid Obelisk Scheme. It's not a pyramid. Sorry. It's not a There's pyramid. a very small pyramid, pyramid on top. Very it's, small pyramid right, on top. We don't talk about the tiny pyramid on top, but uh, Obelisk us up. Yeah. And, uh, in, in, in tell a friend. Us. Just tell one friend, though. Just tell yeah, one, just one friend, friend about us. One friend yeah. who you think will like the Choose show. Choose wisely. And, uh, Qualified yeah. lead. And keep that keep that growing. Thank uh, you, thank you, thank you. I want to thank our Visual Mafia, our Audio Mafia. Of course, uh, in that Visual Mafia is Ace Munz, who has eight T-shirts left, eight Scoophead T-shirts left to give out uh, before the end of this month. Eight Scoophead uh, Which what he'll do is he will take a picture of you, he will make you into a cartoon with an ice cream scoop, and uh, you'll get a T-shirt with your own face on it, as well as another ice cream social T-shirt. Yes, you get an official, pretty great. You get an official uh, personalized ice cream social scoop T-shirt as well as one of our uh, regular Scoop t-shirts. One would say one of a kind. Yeah, one would definitely say one. It's definitely, and definitely one would one be correct kind. when they said that, right? right? You get a one of a kind original piece of art that from, you can wear. From Ace goddamn From Ace Munz. fucking Munz. Who has his own uh, tribute podcast. Wait, did he, to, did he to, change to, his middle name? Have you listened to any Coffee Jelly Hour? I have not. I have I have uh, tuned into a few on uh, on the YouTube. I have not I have not tuned in, but not out of disinterest. Uh, Just but time. out of fear. Well, <laughs> I went ahead and listened to the one. You 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 should be fearful. It got a little interesting when uh, Scoop Jess was on, and uh, they all got into talking about which of us they would fuck. Yeah, I didn't win, right? It, you won. You you got the majority vote. Yeah, I just, you got the majority I, vote. I don't know. You did. People, the majority was just ace fucking you over and over. Somebody again. didn't want to want to blow me. Because they didn't want to have the feeling of my belly resting on their head. Oh, no! <laughs> How about that? That's exactly why I won't listen. I can't listen to that. First of all, as someone, as someone who has 
I can't believe we're fucking with this. Here we go. Paul's I just want to let you motherfuckers know I listen to that shit. I I, I listen to. It I've heard a I, few. I've heard a few in that episode. I'm so uh, that was what stuck in my craw. I'm so sensitive. <laughs> I'm so sensitive to any kind of critique like that that I would it would bring me. Nightmare. Oh, I mean it didn't. I mean. <laughs> first of all, first of all, I'd have to be standing up while you're blowing me for that to happen. Yeah, that Paul is not. Do I do that. not stand no. up for a you BJ. Re- you really got to think about Paul working. barely stands up. Right. I mean, just, if I'm not in a chair. Forget it. A wheelchair. Forget a wheelchair. It. It's got it because I want to roll. I want to move around a little bit, but I don't want to do it on my own. And listen, as someone who has blown Paul, his belly on your head feels great. There's nothing, See, there's nothing to worry soothing. about. It feels amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like that mush mouth hat. No, weird Harold hat. <laughs> In the of the Cosby hat. Oh, we got we to gotta get. We got a Cosby hat. We got to get the Paul BJ. and Matt some drinks. Get them some drinks. Uh, yeah, that stuff would maybe. I, so I, I support it. I love it. It's, it's a, a tribute podcast that goes about. It talks Penn, about Penn, Penn Sunday, Sunday School. School. It talks about Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It talks about our uh, show. Our show. It, mostly Penn Sunday School and uh, this show. Yeah. Very light on the Geek Shock. At least, at least the episodes I've listened to so far. Man, we're just getting kicked in the balls off the right on this one. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Hey, guys, we're at A Hey Scoops on all of our social media. So go to any social media, search for Hey Scoops, and you will find us there uh thank you for all of our scoops that help uh maintain that and keep that up everyone does an amazing job uh and uh we thank you guys so much for listening we'll see you soon heyscoops.com Send us some scoop mail. Send us a jock versus nerd. Send us all that stuff. Check out our Hall of Fame. Yeah. We also highlight different throwback episodes on heyscoops.com. And we also highlight your iTunes reviews on uh, heyscoops.com. We're going to put up some more of those on the front page soon. I think we should start selling Paul's belly hats. Dispel these rumors. (laughs) Make the most comfortable hat in the world. They call it Paul's belly. Paul's belly. What would it feel like to be giving Paul a BJ? I can't tell you how mad I am. His belly would rest on your head. That's crazy. <laughs> My belly's not that. I mean, no. It, it it droops out a little bit. Not like that far. Is like, that a cock or a billy club? It's a belly club. Quack. <laughs> <laughs>